the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Create a healthy and happy. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. Heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump and the Senate's top Democrats squabbling again over Welcome funding for a border wall. Senator Chuck Schumer has pulled back an offer of $25 billion for President Dr. Trump's Bob wall on the southern border. Schumer made the, the offer last Friday, the offer last Friday in a last-ditch effort to avert a government shutdown. But now he says it's off the table. On Twitter, the president resurrected his nickname for the Democrat, writing, Crying Chuck Schumer fully understands, especially after his humiliating defeat, that if there is no wall, there is no DACA. Greg Clugston, Washington. The list keeps growing. A list of employers citing the president's tax cut as a reason for giving their workers a raise. The latest is Starbucks, also offering stock and improved benefits to roughly 150,000 of its employees. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 133 points, and this is SRN News. What does wellness mean to you? Is it organic, fresh, or grass-fed? Is wellness strength training or flexibility? Is it aging well, work-life balance, quality health care? The word wellness is broad and subjective. Our goal at Wellness Radio 1570 is to simplify these sometimes complex topics to bring you a fun and informational radio station. We are Wellness Radio 1570, helping you to reach your personal Goals. Find us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Before, so it's Wellness sure 1570 just after 9 o'clock. The, Happy Wednesday um, to you. These opportunities Stay tuned. Scott Black will be in with Like It Matters Radio coming up next. Mostly cloudy out there today, 28 degrees. Thursday, that's tomorrow, partly sunny and 34, and then warming up all the way to 42 degrees. And you can Friday, visit us good way online, to start out the weekend. Friend, if you haven't yet, like us, us on Facebook because we got plenty of stuff going on there well. all the time. You can actually and I'll tell you about it next hour. Weekend to remember, you can find out more at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. 
Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. Your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And today, we are talking about what could have been. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's only three places we can live. Uh, We can live in the past. We can live in the present, what we call the now moment. Or we can live in the future. Now, if you notice, uh, based on that statement, uh, you should have came to a real quick realization. I said, hey, Black, you can't live in the past. It's already over. And, and, hey, Black, you can't live in the future because it ain't here yet. It's not guaranteed. Are you telling me something, listener? Are you telling me that the only place that we can live is in the now moment? And if you are, I would tell you kudos. Let me give you a little round of applause because that's exactly right. The only place that we can live is in this place called the now But so many people are going down the freeway of life uh, with their head cocked 180 degrees behind them looking in the past, what could have been. we got a bitter race war going on in this country because you got a media in the Democratic Party uh, wanting to remind everybody how terrible the past was, how terrible uh, black people were treated, how terrible women were treated, how terrible, well, why don't you go back how terrible Jews were treated, how terrible, there are slaves still, millions of slaves all over this world, they're being treated poorly. There are sex slaves around the world being treated poorly. There are children being abused, molested, chained to their beds. Uh, Does anybody really care what skin color they are? Does it really matter if they're white or black? 
doesn't matter if a human being's being beaten and tortured, whether they're brown or yellow. So today we're going to talk about what could have been, because so many people uh, have a wrong focus. Uh, we're so focused on, on past. We're so focused on what might happen, what could have been. And what brought this was about, about was um, I was uh, looking on the Internet, and I came across this poem, a very famous poem called Maud Muller. Uh, it's a poem from 1856 written by John Greenleaf Whittier. Uh, it's about a beautiful maid named Maud Muller. One day, while harvesting hay, she meets a judge from the local town. Each is smitten with each other. The judge thinks that he would like to be a local farmer married to Maud, while she thinks that she would like to be a wealthy judge's wife. Neither voices these thoughts, however. And both the judge and the maiden move on. Sound familiar? So I thought it was appropriate. The judge marries a woman of wealth, whose love for him is based on his riches. Maud Muller marries a young, uneducated farmer, and throughout the rest of their lives, each remembers the day of their meeting and remorsefully reflects on what might have been. The poem contains the well-known quotation, For all sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest are those it might have been. And so let me share these words from 1865. Maud Muller on a summer's day raked the meadow sweet with hay. Beneath her torn hat glowed the wealth of simple beauty and rustic health. Singing she wrought in her merry glee, the mockbird echoed from his tree. But when she glanced to the far-off town, white from its hill slope looking down, the sweet song died in a vague unrest, and a nameless longing filled her breast. A wish that she hardly dared to own for something better than she had known. The judge rode slowly down the lane, smoothing his horse's chestnut mane. He drew his bridle in the shade of the apple trees to greet the maid. And ask a draught from the spring that flowed, though through the meadow across the road. She stooped where the cool spring bubbled up and filled for him her small tin cup. And blushed as she gave it, looking down on her feet so bare and her tattered gown. Thanks, said the judge, a sweeter draught from a fairer hand was never quaffed. He spoke of the grass and flowers and trees, of the singing birds and the humming bees, then talked of the haying and wondered whether the cloud in the west would bring foul weather. And Maud forgot her brief torn gown, her briar torn gown, and her graceful ankles bare and brown, and listened while a pleased surprise looked from her long-lashed hazel eyes. At last, like one who for delay seeks a vain excuse, he rode away. Maud Muller looked and sighed, Ah, me, that I, the judge's bride, might be. He would dress me up in silk so fine and praise and toast me at his wine. My father should wear a broad cloth coat, broad cloth coat, my brother should sail a painted boat. I dressed my mother so grand and gay, and the baby should have a new toy each day, and I'd feed the hungry and clothe the poor, and all should bless me who left our door. The judge looked back as he climbed the hill and saw Maud Muller standing still. A form more fair, a face more sweet, never hath it been my lot to meet. And her modest answer and graceful air show her wise and good as she is fair. Would she were mine and I today, like her a harvester of hay.
No doubtful balance of rights and wrongs, nor weary lawyers with endless tongues, but low of cattle and song of birds, and health and quiet and loving words. But he thought of his sisters proud and cold, and his mother vain of her rank and gold. So closing his heart, the judge rode on, and Maud was left in the field alone. But the lawyer smiled that afternoon when he hummed in court an old love tune, and the girl mused beside the well till the rain on the unraked clover fell. He wedded a wife of richest dower who lived for fashion as he for power, yet oft in his marble hearth bright glow he watched a picture come and go. And sweet Maud Muller's hazel eyes looked out in their innocent surprise, oft when the wine in his glass was red, he longed for the wayside well instead, and closed his eyes on his garnished rooms to dream of meadows and clover blooms, and the proud man sighed with a secret pain, ah, that if I were free again. Free as when I rode that day where the barefoot maiden raked her hay, she wedded a man unlearned and poor, and many children played around her door. But care and sorrow and childbirth pain let their traces on heart and brain. And oft, when the summer sun shone hot on the new mown hay in the meadow lot, and she heard the little spring brook fall over the roadside through the wall, in the shade of the apple tree again she saw a rider draw his rein. And gazing down with timid grace she felt his pleased eyes read her face, sometimes her narrow kitchen walls, stretched away into stately halls. The wary wheel to a spinet turned, the tallow candle an ostel burn, and for him who sat by the chimney lug, dozing and grumbling over pipe and mug, a manly form at her side she saw, and joy was duty and love was law. Then she took up her burden of life again, saying only, it might have been. Alas for maiden, alas for judge, for rich repiner and household drudge, God pity them both and pity us all, who vainly the dreams of youth recall. For of all sad words or tongue or pen, the saddest are these, it might have been. Ah, well, for us all some sweet hope lies, deeply buried from human eyes, and in the hereafter angels may roll the stone away from its grave away. Roll the stone from its grave away. Wow. Powerful words from John Greenleaf Whittier about called Maud Muller. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's so true. So many of us live in the past. You know, there is only one way to be looking, and that's looking forward. But many people live in what we call the three R's of survival. Resent, regret, and resist. We get tied up in what could have been. We get tied up in the wrongs and the, the, the insufficiencies of the past. And we actually carry those chains of pains from our past into our future. Ladies and gentlemen, if other people did to us, if other people constrained us, if other people limited our access to the opportunity in life like we do to ourselves, we would never tolerate that. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about what could have been. What could have been. And I want to get your focus in the right place because it's a focus issue, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of our problems in life come down to basic focus. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what could have been. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been 
committed as a team absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, February 8th through the 10th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools. See frequently asked questions about the program and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what Our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you. Creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award-winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what Our Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where Our Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Don as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. Three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years, and distinctive catering with a luxurious and memorable style. Our Britain Catering and Hospitality, abrittoncatering.com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N catering.com. Creating lasting memories. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today I am talking about one of those phrases that we really need to get rid of our out of our lives. You know, that phrase of what could have been. You know, it's kind of like uh, one of those things, the good old days. Boy, uh, if the good old days are the good old days, we're in big trouble. Don't you get it? Because what we're doing is we're framing our mindset, our belief system, our thought process that the best years of our life are behind us. And again, ladies and gentlemen, the what we believe dictates everything else. This is why it's so important. What we believe, our beliefs dictate everything else. I don't know how many ways to say this. Uh, some of you think it's so simple. Come on. And the reason why some of us don't want to understand this, we don't want to get this, because it removes the victim. And let's be honest, today, if some of us don't play victim, we got nothing. 
we got nothing because we can't rely on our own merits. We can't rely on hard work anymore. We can't rely on, on, on hard work and good luck and doing the right thing and things will work out. We, we don't because now we're told we're victims. Now we're told uh, 200 years ago our great-great-great-great-great-grandparents were treated this way, so life ain't no fair. Uh, because I didn't get the job I wanted, life ain't no fair. Because uh, I got pulled over and I got a ticket, life ain't no fair. I, I, we're a bunch of victims. And, and if you think about it, what could have been uh, is, is the thought process of a victim. Uh, and, you know, at some point you're going to go to people like Martin Luther King Jr., uh, you know, especially if you're a child of God. Uh, how can you be a child of the risen king? How can you be gracefully forgiven? How can you be justified in the presence of God based on what someone else did, not based on anything you did? And how can you be that and at the same time be a victim? See, the way you look at yourself, your identity, dictates everything else. You know, I talk all the time about the, the logical levels. There's spirit, there's identity, there's belief system, there's capabilities, there's behaviors, and there's environment. And change takes place from the top down. And, and as I covered on, on yesterday's radio show or on Monday's radio show, uh, be careful what you attach to your identity. And we live in a world where CNN and MSNBC wants to make women victims and black people victims and brown people victims. Oh, my gosh. If I was to raise my kids, teach them that life's uh, unfair, that life's going to take a dump on them, uh, that this group of people is going to hate them, and people of a different skin color are unfair to them, wow, I should be thrown in jail. To be put that structure belief system in that child, I have now basically destroyed that kid's life until they can clean up the mess I've made. Everything we do or do not do is uh, driven by a belief. And parents, one of our biggest goals in life, one of our biggest things that we should shoot for is to help our children create a structure of a belief system that serves them well because it all stems from the belief system. Everything stems from that belief system. And that's why we started with that poem, uh, It Could Have Been. What could have been? You know, Maud Muller, the famous poem by John Greenleaf Whittier. You know, John Greenleaf Whittier uh, lived in the 1800s, 1807 to 1892. And I got this from Poetry Foundation. He said the 1866 publication of his long poem, Snowbound, brought John Greenleaf Whittier popular acclaim and financial security. But literary success was of secondary importance to him. Do you hear that? That's not what he considered successful. His priorities were dictated by his Quaker faith and his courageous battle against slavery. Again, this was back in the 1800s. This is a man of God who knew that all men are created equal, that we have inalienable rights, and that means they're given to us from God. The government doesn't give you your rights. Trump doesn't give you your rights. Obama doesn't give you your rights. Uh, you know, while you're at home, uh, technically, your parents do give you your rights. You live under my home. But you got to get this. This is why knowing who you are is so critical. I don't know this guy, John Greenleaf Whittier, but he knew who he was. And Maud Muller is a poem from 1856 written by John Greenleaf Whittier. It's about a beautiful maid named Maud Muller. One day while harvesting hay, she met a judge from the local town. Each is smitten with the other. The judge thinks that he would like to be a local farmer married to Maud, while she thinks that she would like to be a wealthy judge's wife. Neither voices these thoughts, however. Get it? They have an opportunity in front of them, and they miss it. 
They think about it, but they don't act upon it. There's always leadership lessons if you're willing to learn. However, both the judge and maiden move on. The judge marries a woman of wealth whose love for him is based on his riches. Maud Muller marries a young and uneducated farmer throughout the rest of their lives. Each remembers the day of their meeting and remorsefully reflects on what might have been. Sound like a lot of Americans? Sound like a lot of human beings? The poem contains the well-known quotation for all sad words of tongue or pen. The saddest are these it might have been. Now, Whittier's younger contemporary, Bret Hart, wrote a short parody and sequel to the poem entitled Miss Judge Jenkins, which mocks Whittier's conclusion by having Maud marry the judge after all, with far more disastrous results. Maud's relatives get drunk in the wedding, while Maud herself grows broad and red and stout after giving birth to twins. Both eventually come to regret the marriage, Maud because she finds the judge's emphasis on knowledge boring, while the judge bemoans Maud's lack of refinement and social grace. I think it's hilarious because this is real life. People get wrapped up in what might have been, what could have been, and if it really was and played out, it would have been worse. Now, what's that song? Uh, Thank God for all my unanswered prayers. So here's the take uh, by this Bret Hart uh, called Miss Judge Jenkins. Maud Muller all that summer day raked the meadows sweet with hay, yet looking down the distant lane, she hoped the judge would come again. But when he came with smile and bow, Maud only blushed and stammered, ha-ow, and spoke of her pa and wondered whether he'd give consent they should wed together. Old Muller burst into tears and then begged that the judge would lend him ten. For trade was dull and wages low, and the craps this year were somewhat slow. And ere the language summer, languid summer died, sweet Maud became the judge's bride. But on the day that they were mated, Maud's brother Bob was intoxicated. And Maud's relations, twelve in all, were very drunk in the judge's hall. And when the summer came again, the young bride bore him babies twain. And the judge was blessed, but thought it strange that bearing children made such a change. For Maud grew broad and red and stout, and the waist that his arm once clasped about was more than he could span. And he sighed as he pondered, as he pondered ruefully, how that which in Maud was native grace in Miss Jenkins was out of place, and thought of the twins and wished that they looked less like the men who raked the hay (laughs) on Muller's farm and dreamed with pain of the day he wandered down the lane. And looking down that dreary track, he half regretted that he came back. For he had waited he might have wed some maiden fair and thoroughbred. For there be woman fair as she, whose verbs and nouns do more agree. Alas for maiden, alas for judge, add the sentimental, this one's half fudge. For Maud soon thought the judge a bore with all his learning and all his lore. And the judge would have bartered Maud's fair face for more refinement and social grace. If of all words of tongue and pen, the saddest are it might have been, more sad are these we daily see it is, but hadn't ought to be. Wow, Bret Hart smacked me upside the head. Wow. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Boy, be careful for the uh, the prayers that you give to God. 
Boy, God, if you'll just do this for me, I'll do this. Boy, God, if you'll just do this for me, I'll do this. Boy, God, if you'll just do this for me, I'll do this. And then, boy, we find out uh, what Meatloaf said. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> no, I won't do that. You got my point? Yeah, so today we're talking about what could have been, what could have been. Uh, and what we're talking about here, what we're talking about is really, um, where's our focus? You know, there are only three paces that we can truly focus our attention as we live this life. Uh, first of all, we can focus it in the past. You know, the problem is the past is over. It's called history. Yesterday is history. It's over. It's done. It might not be in print but it will be at some point. It'll be printed in your memory. It'll be printed at your eulogy. It'll be printed of how people talk about you when you're no longer here. It's printed at how people talk about you when you are here. But we can't live in the past. There's a lot of great memories. There's a lot of great lessons. You know, if we don't learn from the past, we're doomed to repeat it. You know, yesterday on Like It Matters Radio, we shared rules, and I went through the rules of being human. And one of them is... That life presents lessons, and you keep going through these lessons until you pass the exam. And as I walk with God, I realize there are some opportunities I've had to grow, to stretch, and to get an exam to see if I'm ready to move on, and I failed that test. Uh, All you got to do is look at the Israelites. You know, upwards of about 2 million people left Egypt. And anybody know, it was a two-week journey to the Promised Land. took 40 years. Because they couldn't learn the lesson, they keep circling, do another lap. God say, do another lap. God say, do another lap. And so many times, if you think about it, if you read about it, of the two million people who left, you want to know how many people entered? Two. Check it out. Because even when they were in the struggles, even when things weren't fair, even when things were tough, all they kept doing is going back to what could have been. Boy, if you had left us in Egypt, didn't they have enough graves there? At least in Egypt, uh, we had food. At least in Egypt, we could die in our own homes. At least in Egypt, people, wow, they go from slavery. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we can't live in the past, and tomorrow's not guaranteed. You never know. It could be like a Vegas where someone, bitter person, opens fire. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, the title of the show is called What Could Have Been. And what could have been is the ability to grab a hold of our focus and focus on the one place that we can truly make change, and that is the now moment. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes to talk about what could have been on Like It Matters Radio. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience that did with the leadership awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Guru. 
Hey, good day. Welcome to our super cold show, eh? Hey, good day to you, Hoser. Hey, you know what the best thing about winters in Minnesota are? <laughs> I know. It's my Arctic Spa and Swim Spa. They're made in Canada for these ultra-cold Minnesota winters, eh? You know, you keep saying that, but what exactly does that mean? Hey, they got that patented forever floor that doesn't need a concrete slab, eh? And they got that patented walk-on cover that holds up to a 1,000 pounds of snow, eh? And everything in between. Arctics are built for the cold. In fact, anyone can build a hot tub. But Arctic knows how to make them work in the harshest of environments. You should see everything they put into these spas. <laughs> yeah, and how they are in the power bills, are too, man. Are you him. kidding? That's what Arctic does best. Hot water for very little dough, eh? Yeah, so if you're looking to buy one right now, eh? Or just making the plans, visit Premier Pool and Chanassin today, eh? And see what a true cold weather spa looks like. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, online at premierpools.com. Take off, eh? Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what could have been. Uh, It's from the famous quote by John Greenleaf Whittier. Uh, it has those famous lines, the fa- the well-known quotation, for all for of all sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest are these. It might have been, and we're talking about that because we we have a tendency to get wrapped up in the past, wrapped up in what could have been, what's fair, what's right. Too many people keeping a pound of flesh, keeping the record of wrong. Uh, and man, we're told not to do that. Uh, matter of fact, it's, the Bible's pretty clear. Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. And God's pretty clear that uh, the same measure, the same judgment, uh, the same grace and mercy or lack thereof that we give to other people, that will be the same measure that God uses for us, but always a portion more because God's generous. And so if you miss any of this radio show, you can listen to it again at 5 to 6 p.m. on most formats. Uh, we're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. We're connected to uh, Twin Cities Wellness Radio, an entire radio station dedicated to you, the listener. And what an incredible honor to be a part of the team at Wellness Radio 1570. And because of that, uh, we are tied to their um, iHeartRadio. So if you go to iHeartRadio... Uh, and you query Wellness Radio 1570, uh, you can find us around the globe. Any place in the 
world on that iHeart uh, Radio app. Uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go to TuneIn Radio. You can just search for Like It Matters Radio. Uh, subscribe to iTunes. At iTunes, you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Uh, and then every day in podcast form, you'll get my radio show. Uh, and please, like us on Facebook. I really appreciate it. And you can go to likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, and you can listen to archive messages. I had a lady, Ms. Ogden, who worked with cute companies in Dallas-Fort Worth. She went through my training a, a week and a half ago, changed her life. Uh, she told me, I talked to her four days after class, she said she went to likeitmattersradio.com and listened to every single radio show in January. She's got her husband, whose uh, parents are a pastor in, or, in Georgia. He's been listening to the radio show now. Uh, she's got an adult ch- children, 24 and 20 years old. They got them listening to the radio show. I mean, you got a daily coach on the thing. you got a daily uh, radio show for one hour a day that helps you work on you. What a concept. How many people pay a life coach? How many people uh, save up money to go to training like mine, $2,000, to change their lives? And here, you have a regular one-hour-a-day place to go where you can work on you to to clean up your thinking, resuscitate your thoughts, uh, or just resuscitate your heart, to recalibrate your thinking and to to revitalize, to re-energize some dreams and passion from the past. And so today, we're talking about the timeline. You know, we all have a timeline, and there's a past, and there's a present, and there's a future. And the Bible tells us to have hope. We're supposed to look forward. You know, one of the things as leaders, we are hope peddlers. And let me tell you, the opposite of hope is depression. You know, I counsel a lot of people. I coach a lot of people. I was talking to this young man on the radio, uh, I mean, on the phone yesterday, and he was just in tears. He's going through my training uh, in February in Minneapolis, but he's just in tears, and he's just brokenhearted. And I, and I asked him, I said, what are you hopeful for? And he goes, nothing. You know, he, he's got a, a, a baby mom who's uh, broke up with him and is now out um, looking to be someone else's baby mom, I think, uh, because she's, uh, she's promiscuous and, and now he's, his heart's breaking. He's seen his wife out there as he watches the kids, his ex-wife or ex-mother of his children, whatever you want to call it, girlfriend. Uh, and she's out there giving it away to somebody else now. And it breaks his heart, and he's lonely, and he lost his job. And I really had to get him focused because all I kept doing was focus on the past, and it was hard. And I can't downplay the pain. The pain was real. The pain's hurt. What could have been? Boy, if I would have done this, it could have been. If it could have been so good, they had to be together, not together, because it wasn't what it could have been back then. But now we we remake it up. And this is important because we got a lot of people in this country living the same thing. You know, in St. Louis, we're on the local format there. In St. Louis, uh, you can listen to us Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 uh, p.m. Uh, on 95.1, the St. Louis Gospel Experience, 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. I just love that group of people out there. It's an awesome radio station. I love gospel music. I've talked to Keith and talked to Daryl, uh, two of the, the radio show hosts, and just love the group. But let's be honest, the black community. Uh, has been lied to, has been lied to, uh, uh, has been t- created a victim uh, to feel sorry for themselves, that's been waste, race has been weaponized. And I know here's a white guy talking about race. Well, see, this is the problem. Now, if you're not the right color, if you're not the right sex, you can't even talk about things. I mean, do you understand how disrespectful, how insulting that is? This is the lie out there. This is a belief system. At some point, we need good people to stand up. Because what happens is people are shooting all over themselves. I should have done this. I should have got this break. I should have done this. I should have done this. 
and think about that. What could have been that thought process keeps us from getting what should be. And if you think about it, should is like fecal matter. You know, the Bible says without a vision, people perish. And a lot of people out there have nothing they're looking forward to. They're not hopeful. They're so focused in the past. They're so focused on regret. They're so focused on resentment. They're so focused on resisting. I mean, now, after Trump won election, half the country is in resistance. They pride. They're called resistance. Really? So what happens when their guy wins next time or their woman wins next time? So now it's okay for the other half of the country being resistance to fight, to destroy, to maim, to call racist. I mean, do you see? How does this play out? Is it really something positive? How, pitting people against each other, pitting races against each other, what could have been? Do you got to realize this? We quit shilling over ourselves. Without a vision, people perish. And our windshield life is mucked up with shoulda, coulda, woulda. We've been fed this race war. Uh, war's been, uh, race has been weaponized now. Sex has been weaponized. Sexual preferences, preferences weaponized. It's just sad. And now to the point that you get uh, on stations now and you, now you have to have the same race talking about an issue. If you're talking about racism, you can't have white. It's just silly. It's gotten so point. I heard a lady the other day on Fox News. Uh, it was last night. She was on um, uh, Martha McCallan. And this woman was a liberal and just bashing Trump and nothing he's done. None of the, thing, the economy has anything to do with Trump. None of the regulations. That he's, and it's like, come on, people. Are we so hateful and bitter that we can't even look at the truth? What would you tell your kids that are having problems with the teacher? Would you give them an excuse? Or would you tell that student that that teacher's pushing you? They want you to do better. Same advice. Ladies and gentlemen, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has high points and has low points. And the definition of depression is my life sucks today and it'll be no different tomorrow. That's why leaders, we got to create hope. Hope is the commodity of all great leaders. Hope that the situation today, if it's not good, will get better tomorrow. Hope that the situation, if it is good today, will be better tomorrow. We live in a time, and this has been going on for the last 10 years, for the first time ever, where parents believe that we are giving a country worse off than we got. And that was way before Donald Trump was elected. Let's be honest. We got to quit letting our, our own desires taint reality. Life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. And a lot of people have excuses why they quit dreaming. And when we get wrapped up on what could have been, when we get wrapped up in the victim mode, poor me, people don't like me. Yeah, some people don't like you. So what? That's their problem. And if someone doesn't like you, does it really matter why they don't like you? Does it matter that they don't like you because you farted on one time around them or because you're black? Does it matter if they don't like you because you're braggadocio or because you're white? Does it matter they don't like you because you believe that, uh, like the Bible said for a thousand years, that marriage between a man and a woman? Or because that, you know, you didn't give them an extra $5 you owed them? Does it really matter why someone hates you? This is where we're getting peace, you know. It's kind of like the whole debate about murder when George Bush wouldn't sign the hate crime law. When did murder not be a hate crime? Isn't all murder a hate crime? Does it matter if someone got killed because their skin color or because someone was angry or because someone wanted five bucks that they had or because someone wanted their shoes or because someone wanted to rape their kid? 
Does it really matter why your son was killed when their life was taken? I don't get all this. This is what we got to get. We got to get control of our own thought process. And one of the first things we got to do is realize that life has highs and lows. If you were having chest pains and you went to a doctor, a quick care center, they would put you in uh, a room and they would hook you up to an EKG machine, electrocardiogram machine. And you would want to see the rise and the fall, the systolic and diastolic. Because that's life. And, you know, the peaks are what I call the mountain of God. And the peaks prepare us for the valleys. The peaks are rest. We don't learn a lot from the peaks. We rest, we revel, but we don't learn a lot. But we should store those up. We should put memories there. We should remember those high points. And we got to remember, too, when things are really good, just know that this, too, shall pass because life moves. But a lot of people stop dreaming. They don't go high enough anymore. They don't have hope. They're bought into lie. They play the victim. Poor me, poor me, poor me. I believe differently. I believe that people are powerful no matter what their skin color. I believe that women are just as powerful as men. I don't believe I have to protect women. I don't believe I have to shield women. I don't think I have special rules for women. I believe that women are no different than men. I mean, they're different in the bedroom. They're different hormonally. They're different chemically. Don't get me wrong. But there should be equal pay for equal job. There should be equal rights. And I do know that women get more time off than men do. So what? They, they're normally the, the primary uh, taking care, uh, caregiver of the family. Not all the time. But women get less tickets. Check it out. Because they can talk. So what? what? I mean, what is, I, this is where we get wrapped up in all this weird stuff. We got to focus on who we are, why we're here. More importantly, we got to be looking forward. And so after the break, I'm going to go into the timeline. I'm going to go into three R's of survival and the one fix, the one way when we cast our gaze, we cast our focus and we make it hopeful and we look forward, everything changes. You can't control other people, but you can control how you process this experience called life. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Life is expensive. Having a second income now and through retirement will allow you to live life the way you want and avoid being married to your job. In just a few hours a week, you can learn the skills to profit from trading and investing by using our proven rules-based strategy at Online Trading Academy. We focus on low-risk, high-reward trades that mirror the tools Wall Street uses to make that second income so you never outlive your retirement dollars while providing you life's most precious asset, time. 
Let's get you on a path to financial freedom, allowing you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. Uh, And today, we are talking about what could have been. That's the title. But really, what we're talking about is our focus. You know, we all have a timeline. And uh, we can focus on the past, which is over. Uh, We can focus on the future, which isn't guaranteed. Or we can focus on the one place that we have control over, the one place that we can truly live our lives like they matter, and it is called the now. That's why I love the saying, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, today is the present, so we must treat it like the gift that it is. And if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you truly want to get rid of some of the, uh, the drudgery of the past, some of the focus on the past, some of the victimhood, some of the feeling sorry for yourself, some of the keeping the pound of flesh, maybe you want to clean up that narrative that you've listened to too much CNN or listened to too much MSNBC and you, you're tired of being bitter, you're tired of being angry, you're tired of being a victim, go to likeitmatters.net. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how do we explain it to ourselves? What is the narrative? And because some people have so much bitterness, so much hatred, so much animosity uh, that uh, they're not speaking the truth to themselves and they're playing victim. And, man, if you, when you're the victim, uh, it negates a lot of other things. You can't be a victim and be a child of the king. So those of you who call yourself followers of Jesus Christ, uh, you need to choose. Either you're a follower of Jesus Christ, either you've been justified, you've been given grace and mercy, you've been forgiven, uh, not based on anything you've done, but based on someone else. It's the ultimate privilege. Why don't we march on that privilege? You see what I'm saying? It's just silly. We've been given grace so we can give grace to others. We've been given mercy so we can give mercy to others. We've been forgiven so that we will forgive others. Do any of you go to church? Do any of you read that good book? Do any of you believe the Word of God, or do you believe the Word of Schumer over the Word of God? Do you believe the Word of Clinton over the Word of God? Uh, man, some of you support Trump. Do you believe the Word of God or the Word of Trump? And when the Word of Trump uh, disagrees with the Word of God, then guess who loses? Trump. It's the Word of God. And so you got to know this. And some of you need to speak the truth with love to yourself because uh, you got to practice some truth therapy. you got to identify the lies and replace it with the truth. And the problem is we don't want to get rid of that victimhood because then we have to own it. 
You know, we can't blame everybody else for how we feel. Transactional analysis tells us there's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus doesn't dictate the response. Otherwise, Martin Luther King would have, would have shot a whole bunch of people, would have beaten up a whole bunch of people. But Martin Luther King was spit upon, was beaten upon, and he, because of his relationship with God and because of the peaceful revolution, he held his tongue. He turned the other cheek. A good example of Jesus Christ. Seven things he said on the cross, being beaten by his creatures. You might want to look it up. It's important. The very first thing was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. The early church was made up of slaves, was made up of poor people, was made up of people who were tossed out of everything else. And yet Jesus was never at an anti-slavery meeting. Matter of fact, if you look at a lot of the Word of God, Corinthians and other things, he tells us to remain. That even if we're being treated harshly by a terrible master, then we remain to the glory of God. Even if we're in a marriage that is not fun for us, we remain to the glory of God. Even when someone is hitting us on one cheek, we turn and give them the other cheek to the glory of God. Where did all that go? Where did the Martin Luther Kings go of the world? Where did the Jesus Christ go of the world? Where did those people go? So we need to focus on where we're at. And so there's something called a timeline. And there's what's called three R's of survival. Three R's of survival. Because some of you uh, live in, in survival. You know, you live by the motto, screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. This fear of rejection keeps people from getting close. That's why the undulating line is so important. You've got to realize what life looks like. Life has peaks and valleys. Some of you just think it's a climb, total climb. You can't do that. What goes up must come down. It's called the law of gravity. And so it's an undulating line. There's peaks and there's valleys. A lot of people stop dreaming. And so they don't go high enough anymore. They don't have hope. They don't believe. There's no positive. There's no good qualities. Everything's bitter. Everything's negative. And a lot of people stop hurting. They're numb. They self-medicate through drugs, through alcohol, through promiscuity, through sex, uh, through hatred, through God. And they don't feel anymore. Leprosy during Jesus' time was a big deal because leprosy numbed the pain. Your nerve endings died. And so you'd rip your foot open, and because you didn't have pain, you didn't get it healed, you didn't realize it was ripped open. And then it gets contaminated, it gets infected, and then gangrene sets in. So it was so bad that you had to walk 50 feet or something behind people and scream out when you're around people anywhere around you, unclean, unclean, because they didn't feel. And some of you, pain is a great motivator. And yet some of you are numbing down and blaming all your pain on everybody else. What, what did John the Baptist do wrong? What did Paul the Apostle do wrong? What did Jesus Christ do wrong? What did Peter do wrong? They had terrible endings of life in the world's eyes. They were brutalized. They were beaten. They were tortured. And yet they're sitting on the thrones in heaven. So you got to realize, you know, you got to realize whose world are you in? Who are you living your life for, God or for man? And who are you? Why are you here? And so the three R's of survival are really important because this is what people get into. It's regret, it's resentment, it's resistance. And you'll know where you're at on this timeline. I told you I was I'm counseling a guy, a 24-year-old guy. He's going through my training in February, and he just called me up yesterday in tears. His baby mama that he broke up with a few months ago, he lost his job, and now she's out uh, playing baby mama wannabe you know, uh, for somebody else. You know, and it hurts. And I, I, there's no way I could get rid of that pain for him. I had to talk him through it. And I asked him, what are you looking forward to? Nothing. And remember, leaders, number one thing, we are hope peddlers. I don't care what you sell. I don't care where you get a paycheck. If you're really a leader, you're a hope peddler. That's what God tells us. 
to understand that this world's against you good. That means you're one of his because the world was against him first. The world hated him first. And he says, enmity with the world is love of the Father. He says, love of the world is enmity with the Father. Just read that good book. And so the three R's of survival are regret, resentment, and resistance. Think about regret as a verb, regretted, regretting, to feel sorrow or remorse for, an act, fault, disappointment, to think of with a sense of loss. Now, in a sense of loss, disappointment, dissatisfaction, a feeling of sorrow or remorse for a fault, act, loss, disappointment, regrets, a polite, usually formal refusal of an invitation, a note expressing regret at one's inability to accept an invitation. Ladies and gentlemen, we should all have regret, regret that we're holding on to the past, regret that we're keeping our pound of flesh, regret. Don't you hear it? We're supposed to let go of those things. We're supposed to forgive. Are you living in regret? Because when you're living in regret, you're living in the past. And you can't go down the freeway of life going 70 miles an hour in a foreign direction with your head cocked 180 degrees behind you in a backward direction. You'd smash it. You'd crash it. You'd die. You'd hurt a lot of people. Guess what? When you live in regret, you slash it. You crash it. You, 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 you go boom. You hurt a lot of people. And the other R of survival is resentment. It's a verb used with object to feel or show displeasure or indignation at a person, act, remark from a sense of injury or insult. You know, we're so easily offended. You know, I'm in the book of Proverbs reading about uh, fools and wise people. And one of the qualities of about a wise person is their ability to hold their tongue. The ability not to, to treat bitterness with bitterness. That's wise. We justify our own actions through other people's actions. Jesus Christ said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Polycarp, when he was being burned to death, was singing worship songs. Set yourself on fire with enthusiasm. People come from miles to watch it burn. A lot of Christians are burned at the stake, and they were burned singing praise songs to God. When Stephen was being stoned, the first martyr, he saw heaven open up and Jesus Christ standing with his arms out for him. You got to wrap up, let go, let go of the past, forgive. And the last one is resistance, to withstand, strive against, or oppose. You know, we have uh, California is the leader of the resistance. You had uh, for the women's march, it's not a women's march, it was the hate Trump march. Bitterness, resentment, regret, and resistance. Those are the three R's of survival. Those are the three R's of the devil. We got a whole movement now resisting. So when someone, cop pulls you over, you resist it. Uh, When someone gives you constructive feedback, you resist it. When someone speaks a word of truth, if you don't like it, you resist it. If someone's not the right skin color, you resist them. If someone's not coming from what you consider the right place, you resist them. You're living in the past. You're living in pain. You're keeping your pound in the flesh. You're keeping record of wrong, which the Bible says then you're not one of his if you do that. And not only that, you're causing the body to release bitter chemicals. You're giving yourself heart attacks. You're giving your, your body an acid base. An acid base is required for cancer to grow. You got TMJ. You got migraine headaches. You got irritable bowel syndrome. You got heartburn. You got stomach cramps. All, and you're doing it to yourself. Regret, resent, and resistment. And leaders, we're supposed to be hopeful. Leaders, we're supposed to be looking forward. What are you looking forward today, leader, to? What are you looking forward to? What are you excited about? 
Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you transform your thinking. Let me help you keep your fresh, your mind fresh and not conform to the ways of this world. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Well, we do what we do primarily to honor the Lord. Hi, this is Lee Jublin with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. And this is Eric Jublin. We'd like to say thank you to all the people that have purchased roofs through the Kingdom Builders. But we also want to thank all the people that we've met, whether they've purchased a roof or not. There's more to this than just selling roofs. Maybe once or twice we actually sell the roof in the first meeting. Once you kind of turn this over to the Lord, then you can get those blessings from just meeting the people. We've been blessed by every person we've come in contact with, and we pray that we can be a blessing to others. Maybe by doing the roof and doing it for a fair price and doing a quality job, we can work year-round. We will warrant the work, or we can get things on the schedule for as soon as the weather breaks. Give us a call today. We'd be glad to help you out. We're the Kingdom Builders Roofing Company. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. So give us a call at 612-900-9166. Or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.